Hello, and welcome to another episode of City on a Hill, a podcast about what it means to be a citizen of heaven and a citizen of the United States. We want to encourage Christians to find their tribe in the church and their hope in the kingdom of God, rather than to seek both in the kingdom of man. So with that, let's get to it today. Hello, my name is Eric Eastep. And I'm Scott Reevely. And this is the City on a Hill podcast. Welcome back. Scott, how you doing? I'm doing all right, thank you. Good. I just uh, got off, I'm, I'm trying to learn Spanish, and so I just got off a call, and I still don't know any Spanish, but it was a good call. But you're, you're trying. I'm trying. Yeah. And uh, so maybe there will come a day when I dazzle people with my Spanish, but today is not that today day. Today is not that day. Nice. So anyway, if anyone wants to like pray for me, that would be great. <laughs> Just, I, think, I think the teacher that I was talking to today w- was maybe praying for me. I don't know. It's like, oh, he looks really this stressed. This guy's going to need help. He looks really stressed. So yeah. yeah, anyway, we'll see. Well, good. Well, speaking of video calls that are different, um, I want to chat about one of my Friday evenings from re- a recent uh, week. Oh, yeah. Really? We, we're we, going to go there, are we? are going to go there. It's not that <laughs> exciting. Seriously, in the green room, we, we're talking about how unexciting it is. Um, but we often, on the podcast, we'll talk about uh, what are you inputting, what are you listening to, what are you viewing, how are you viewing things, um, and how do those things change you or affect you or um, give you a posture that may be helpful or not helpful. Um, and that came to mind for me, uh, what, what would it have been, two weeks ago, January 6th, 2023, um, I was on a an exciting Friday evening sitting on in my living room watching C-SPAN, as I know everyone oh dear. typically does. Oh, dear. You don't do that? I think that uh, <laughs> this is an indication for everyone to like to, you know, express their concern for Eric. <laughs> C-SPAN's pretty cool. At the end, you know, I mean, at the end of the podcast, he says, you rate us, review us, blah, blah, blah. You can just send your condolences, send your condolences your, to Eric. Your encouragement to Eric, if you'd like. At com- send the emails to comment at cityonhillpodcast.com. No, I was watching C-SPAN because um, the U.S. House of Representatives was trying to elect the Speaker of the House. And if you... That isn't a real great reason, <laughs> I'm just going to say. This but is, continue. This is going to be quite the episode. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to interrupt almost you know every <laughs> couple of minutes like, Wow. It, okay, it was they're, they're going to elect the speaker. Yes. I interrupted you. It was, it was mildly historical. So there, there was the, the pretense behind it was um, they were taking a long time to, to do this. Right. It had been over. Since before the Civil War. Before the Civil War, since it took this many votes, at least this right. many votes. Um, so it was fairly interesting to me and one other person maybe Well, how many world. things do you get to see that haven't happened since the Civil War? Right. I mean, so not very many. And I actually was able to see it, which is part of the interesting piece. Oh, because okay. I was watching C-SPAN, um, and and one of the th- <laughs> this is this going to be tough, guys. <laughs> no, we can do this. He, he he's continuing. I'm yeah. I'm just going to keep going. Continue. I yeah. Um, so I'm watching C-SPAN, and the interesting thing about this is um, the first thing that the House of Representatives does when they um, gather again for a new Congress is they elect a speaker. Um, and the second thing they do is they decide on the rules for that session. And within the rules is what can C-SPAN do with their cameras? 
So normally, when the rules are in play, um, basically the house says you have to have fixed camera positions. You can't move them around. And so they're usually um, on where someone would be speaking and a couple other positions. But it's very static. It's very boring. Um, are, there other, are there other rules too? I mean, just I'm sure there are other rules, but I don't know what they are. Okay. Um, but the, so. but the goal is keep it boring. Keep it boring. Okay. Um, and if, if you've ever watched the State of the Union, I, I keep asking these ridiculous questions that I know people are answering no to. Um, they can move them a little bit more, around a little bit more during the State of the Union. So it's very exciting. That's, it's not very exciting, oh. but it's more exciting than normal. But you'll see uh, someone will reference, uh, the president will reference someone in the crowd and the camera will go to the person in the crowd. Yes, that's not, I have seen that. That's not normal protocol. You can't normally do that with the cameras. Okay. Um, so the interesting thing about this was they had not elected a speaker, so they could not elect or they could not decide on the rules. So in this little interim between electing the speaker or, or finishing up the rules and, and doing this, the C-SPAN could do whatever they wanted with the cameras. There were no rules for C-SPAN. Right. So they could move the cameras around and they could, there's producers at C-SPAN, right? And hey, let's point the camera over here. Let's point the camera over here. So as we all are- All kinds of excitement. All kinds of excitement. Another interesting thing to me, and I'm sure no one else, um, when they're voting on the speaker, it's a full, it's a full house. So normally it's not a full house. People come in and vote and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Everyone's sitting there because they need a speaker. So you could look, you could point your camera to the person that continues to vote no. And what's that guy doing? Or what's mm -hmm. that gal doing? Um, or, Hey, these two people that are, that are uh, trying to get a deal, they're talking over there in the corner and they could turn the camera over to the corner. Um, and it lends itself to more interesting storylines. You can, there's some excitement happening on the floor and, or people, it, and it got to the point where during the 14th ballot for mm -hmm. Speaker of the House. Um, because it was so exciting. Because, because there was some shenanigans going yes. on. Yes. Um, uh, one of the representatives actually had to be restrained because he was lunging for another representative. There was all, nearly, in, we can put it in the show notes, there's a little video from C-SPAN, thank you very much. Um, but I was watching this, and it, it felt a little bit like watching the baseball game or watching the hockey game, hoping that the teams break out in a fight or something. I'm just going to say, I mean, you can – a football game or a baseball game, I mean, has some entertainment value of its own. Sure, sure. But I, I would probably root for a fight to break out. I was watching C-SPAN <laughs> too, Eric. Well, but it continue. Almost, it almost but continue. It almost did break out. That, that's oh, part of okay. the point. So it got more interesting. That, it got more interesting. Okay. And, w and one of the things I was thinking about is, um, as I'm watching C-SPAN, this is just the running joke of this podcast, um, I was watching the government in a way that is not actually helpful for government. I was watching government for entertainment value. Um, if, if that guy over there is mad at that guy over there and they might come to blows or something, ooh, that'd be exciting. That would, that'd be fun to watch, and I'm here watching it. Uh, and my, my posture towards it is something different than, I wonder what policy thing will be decided. I wonder if they have the votes and, and whatever. All the normal, bore, it, it should be boring to some degree. Um, and I, I felt so, my... So, so, so let me make sure I understand. It was too exciting. Is what you're saying? Is that right? Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, in in some respect, okay. yes. Okay, I just wanted to yeah, make sure. I just want to make sure we we correctly <laughs> diagnose Eric. Um, so I felt as I was as I was watching this that my posture towards it was something more like. 
when I'm watching a show about government, whether it's oh, yeah. whether it's West Wing or whether it's Designated Survivor or Madam Secretary or even the ridiculous Parks and Rec. Um, you're watching that and you're hoping, I hope this is a funny story or I hope this is a good story. I hope something interesting happens mm -hmm. or I hope, I hope they put some tension in there or I hope there's a spectacle, um, something visually appealing or whatever. Uh, that's a different, that's a completely different posture. I'm trying to be entertained by government instead of uh, maybe learning for some education. education well, you have purpose. kind of a mix, don't you, of the entertainment that you would watch mm -hmm. those other shows for and reality TV. Mm -hmm. Like oh. I wonder what's going to happen because really, that's that's what it kind of ended up being, or would have been, mm -hmm. um, because it's, I mean, it's not scripted, and nobody knows, right. and um, that's when the interesting things happen. Of course, is when mm -hmm. they all get in fights on reality right. TV. Right. Yeah, not that I watch reality TV, and I don't know how, how real those things are. I don't know, um, but all, so this this might be a I don't know a bit of a, a confession piece or something. If, if I'm watching something like that and, and hoping that something interesting happens because it'd be entertaining, I have the wrong posture for what I'm, what I'm intaking. I'm watching something for the wrong reason. Um, and I think about all the, um, the kind of the subtitle for this in my mind is government as spectacle. Is, is, it, is government interesting? We're going to keep our eyes on it because it might, it might be something exciting. It might be something, um, a flash in the pan or something like that. And really... At its most basic, we don't want government to be exciting. We want government to be boring because it's just competent. It just worked, and we elected the people, and they did the thing they're supposed to do, and we are really not supposed to worry about it. And it, when things have become exciting, those are probably the most damaging things that we've experienced in government. I think one of them uh, would have been January 6th of 2021. Mm -hmm. um, that was – I was watching C-SPAN that day also. Um, but the, And that was a, a dramatic – storyline as right. it were but it was a horribly damaging storyline and um, a broken storyline um, and i also was as i was kind of pondering just this topic i think that was even the way um, i think news organizations but people in general i think that's the way they followed almost the entire trump campaign um, for his first first run for president there was what's this what's this guy gonna do we're gonna tune in because i don't know what he's gonna say at this rally and i don't know what could possibly happen or or whatever and then he became president, and I think that that kind of posture remained there. And I remember people um, talking talking about it as if there are there are writers in the back room writing out this season of of life. And oh, what are the what are the writers going to think of next? Because there's always just this um, something more interesting or something more spectacular or something you wouldn't expect often happening. Well, he was a reality TV guy. That's true. You know, and I think that's you know there is something to that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, not something to, um, I, I just, I just, room, I just think that he had that kind of right. as his MO in part because he knew how to do that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that could, I mean, that could very well be part of what happens. So I think we can go to, there's two different, I think, topics about this. One, just the general question, do you think visibility is helpful? There's obviously, there's C-SPAN cameras and and I was I was tuning into um, to the Oregon legislature last week because uh, there's cameras pointing there in the in the uh, House of Representatives and in the, in the Senate as well. Um, and I remember being frustrated because the quality of the cameras is so poor, more like a uh, like a ring video doorbell camera or something in the corner of the room. And I was thinking, man, if we could just have better quality, this would be a better show. <laughs> like that kind of thing. 
Which okay, is, he's officially crossed the line <laughs> here, hasn't he? Yes, indeed, we all agree. So, because the argument is um, there's transparency there, right? If there's cameras, we 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 hear we can see people make the speech, we can hear the arguments. Um, there's you can watch every committee meeting, you can do all these things. But is that is Which, that helpful? I think that's I think that is a really good question or distinction. Is trans, is visit, does visibility equal transparency? Mm, okay, that's interesting. And, yeah. Or or the other way around. Does transparency equal visibility? In other words, if people are watching it, does that mean that it's you know completely transparent mm-hmm. and that you can see mm. everything you need to see and understand right. everything you need to understand? And I I think what I think what you're getting at is that there is probably uh, a, a sense in which when the cameras are on, mm-hmm. people play to the cameras. Mm-hmm. And playing to the cameras... You're performing now. You're perf- it's all, be- it all of a sudden is transformed into a right. performance, which then is no longer transparent. Right. In other words, it is a performance. It's not authentic mm-hmm. in that regard. And I think if, you know, thinking in those terms is really helpful because there's so much of our world uh, is, w- w- you know, people say, oh, I want it to be authentic, or I like it because it's authentic, or... Sort of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sort of authentic, it, mm-hmm. but it's also sort of a production. And right. not just this, but so many things in life. I think we have to be careful. I mean, that's one of the things that I hear even about preachers, right, is that mm. really like that preacher because he's authentic. Well, he's a, he's authentic, and he's also very, very skilled mm. at, you know, with his words and with his timing and with his presentation. Mm-hmm. And it may not completely be authentic. It right. might be part of the show. So right. anyway, I just think it's something that we have to be really pretty careful about. And, you know, this is, this is, I think, kind of why you're bringing it up, is that we don't want to wish, maybe, for instance, that the rules were continually off for mm. C-SPAN so that then we get this... Um, we get this performance right. instead of governance. Right. And the performance, I mean, I read, I read something that suggested that, yeah, people in the, you know, that were uh, allies and were working on something might all dress the same. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be great if they all dress? That'd be mm-hmm. good TV. Mm-hmm. They all match, right. you know. Or that well, even they, that phrase, good TV, <clears throat> that, that's, I think, part of the problem. Right. Yeah. Well, and even, even in the, the example I started with, um, some of the people that continue to vote no were, were actively fundraising um, as they as they were voting no and showing, look, I'm right there doing the thing and and oh. using that to, to min- pull in donations. Yeah, interesting. So it's I don't. My initial thought is I don't I don't think see anything helpful there, and the desired transparency. One, I don't think it's authentic. I think you have a camera. There's there's a performance that needs to be done, um, and the the deal making or the working or the arguing or the the back and forth um if it doesn't fit within the performance it's going to happen somewhere else where the cameras aren't around so the desired full visibility is never going to happen mm-hmm. and you i think bring in additional problems because hey we're going to perform now um and i i've actually experienced this i've i'm on so in oregon there's public meeting laws so you have to record you have to report that a meeting's going to occur and then you have to record it and I was on the library board. All of those meetings are recorded. I was on the county. Not, it's not exciting. Um, really? Could I watch those? You could. Those on were Friday audio. Night, could... Those were audio. Oh, um, how disappointing! But some of the other things I've been on there, especially when there's Zoom, there's video, video of that, 
and you and mm, it's all true. posted it's all it's all open um, and I experienced the not the necessarily perf- the performance aspect but it put a damper on my willingness to ask a hard question or or oh, float an idea or because this is recorded and I don't, wanna, I don't want to I don't want some something I accidentally say that's stupid to be used against me or oh hey we have it right here um, and I I do think it is a it squelches um, the yeah. ability to come up with good ideas because brains there's so many dumb ideas when you brainstorm when you're trying to solve problems what about this what about this what about this and let's let's work towards something that's actually helpful mm-hmm. I think a lot of that gets squelched well your number of good ideas is in direct proportion to the number of bad ideas right and if you got to shut down the bad ideas yeah it does mm-hmm. really change the the discussion for sure mm-hmm. I so, mean I remember. Uh, I, I don't remember the context, I, and I, I couldn't pull it out and couldn't put it in the show notes, I'm sure, because I don't remember. But Newt Gingrich, when, when C-SPAN first mm. got uh, you know access, he was one of the first ones to figure out what it would do right. and what he could do with right. it. And he, you know, he would use it in ways that nobody else was right. and, and really brought about some significant uh, changes uh, in people's perceptions, not, right. not so much in government, but just in the way that people outside mm-hmm. of um, the Congress thought. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was a kind of an interesting thing, too, that not everybody got it at the same speed right. as he did. And he, he was able to use that to make some uh, fairly large uh, changes in the, in the public, really. Well, and he manipulated, not manipulated, he, he used the rules that were set up. Mm-hmm. Because because the the camera's yes. a fixed position, he could go in there and do this big speech, talking to the whole house, and he would kind of raise the passion. But because the camera would move, no one ever knew there was no one else in that room. Right. So he's talking to no one, uh, but sounding like he's I'm I'm for you talking against everybody else. Like no, there's no one else there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it it's very interesting. That's yeah. performance. Yep. Um, and there was a a short series, I believe it's called. The revolution. I think it's from I think it's from NBC podcast, but it was a little uh, six episode series or so about Newt Gingrich and him mm-hmm. coming and talking about the C-SPAN stuff and all that. So, if you're a nerd like me, that might be interesting to you. If you want, if you want Friday nights, here we come. <laughs> oh man. So, th- so there's the visibility aspect, um, and I'm not a- advocating for backroom deals or or a cronyism or anything like that. Um, but I, I don't think the desired end is there when we put the cameras, and I think it creates unintended problems that weren't yeah. there in the first place. And I think that's you know that's one of the things that people should get out of this mm-hmm. is that there will be unintended consequences, and that authenticity is not everything that you think it is, mm-hmm. and that really does make it tricky to discern on you know on our end, on the receiving mm-hmm. end, on the public end of these things, what is real and what's not, what's right you know, legitimate what's not. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think that's worth, even though I'm making fun of you, it's worth bringing, yeah, this, it's this worth is, bringing up uh, nonetheless. A roast, a roast session. Well, hopefully it won't get worse. <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> keep going. Let's see what happens. Let's see what you can step in next. So the, so the second side of it, um, I think, is just an opportunity to ponder how you're viewing. Um, does my posture as a viewer make this a spectacle? Does it... Um, I think I think the medium in general, TV or video or whatever, lends itself to that. Uh, you want it, it's visual. You want there to be something visually appealing or, or something like that. Um, but as a viewer, 
am I, am I adding to this? Am I um, incentivizing the people putting out video to say, hey, we get more watchers if, if something crazy happens, if something uh, off the wall happens? Um, that's the first question I have. But then also, can I protect myself against it? If, if they're aiming this towards me to be um, spectacle, to be entertaining, uh, what can I do for myself to make sure that I don't just fall into that and go, yeah, I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll accept the entertainment. Um, and one of my questions is, do you watch government for entertainment? I know most people don't. I, I, I may sometimes. <laughs> it's more confession. Come out with it, Eric. Right. He, he does. I'm just going to say does. he does. I've, yeah, I've, I, I watched C-SPAN once. When Eric told me I should turn it on. There so you there you go. And I was right. He, yes. But um, he does watch it. And I, so I, I assume most people aren't watching C-SPAN, but I would imagine some people listening watch the news, um, watch uh, maybe cable news or um, uh, just network news. And especially at a cable news level, I th- they have to fill 24 hours of time. I think a lot of their time... If you have to fill something, you're going to start grabbing whatever you can. And I think one of the proclivities that they have, regardless of side, is to pick something spectacular from the quote-unquote other side and say, hey, look how crazy this is. Look how spectacular this is. And um, they pick someone nutty over there or pick someone nutty over here, and uh, they point basically point the camera at it. And that can be pretty entertaining if you could say, hey, they are – Mm. not okay. We are okay. Um, you're creating spectacle and you may be entertained by that. Or, um, there may be, a, uh, it may feed outrage. It may feed, um, polarization, polarization, superiority. Mm-hmm. Like I'm glad I'm not mm-hmm. like that nut. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's just a, an opportunity to ponder. What are you doing? How are you intaking it? Um, are you, are you getting entertainment from the wrong things? And, that there was enough of a question for me that I need to ponder, okay, if, if I'm just waiting for something spectacular to happen, this might not be the best intake. This might not be helpful because um, it doesn't necessarily lend it itself to me having a posture that Scripture would encourage me to have. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say I, I have watched some government speeches or some mm-hmm. thing that it's not particularly curated. I mean, it's um, I don't watch it in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it isn't reality TV in that mm-hmm. regard. But I think one of the questions that you would ask about that, I mean, when you're talking about entertainment, I, I mean, I don't, I, I'm really confident. I've never watched it for entertainment. But I do I do remember still just watching, and you and I talked about it, the, uh, some of uh, Ben Sass's mm. explanations of civics or mm-hmm. history or what the... Um, Supreme Court's supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. I mean, those, I mean, I watched that with my eyes wide open because I learned so much. I mm-hmm. mean, it was really valuable. Right. And I think there, there occasionally is that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's different than entertainment. And I would encourage people to get those sorts of civics lessons mm-hmm. when they can because that, I mean, there is a lot of value mm-hmm. in some things. And which, probably isn't live TV. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's... Yeah. And I think there is potential to use use the medium for education, to use the mm-hmm. medium for enrichment, um, but I don't think it's a given. I don't think it's a default. And we need to be careful and maybe put up some type of filter. Like, I'd, I'm not just going to let this stuff come in um, and not think critically about it. I got to maybe curate it and figure out where does this go in and 
I'm talking about news. I'm talking about TV. I'm talking about all of it. Okay. Um, not just not live, just not, not just live C-SPAN. Yes. Okay. There we go. Because otherwise, whew, it's. I, I put up a filter on that pretty much all the <laughs> Just time. Just turn it off. That's right. <laughs> uh, this, this is a this is tough, guys. Um, so I yeah, for me, f- I, I would hope that anyone listening can just ponder how, how am I being entertained. It's probably not the same things that entertain me, um, but I don't want any of us to be uncritical uh, about what we just allow to come in. And I think we've, I don't know how many times we've brought up Philippians 4, 8 in this podcast, but I think it's fitting. Uh, uh, Paul says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And then he adds another avenue. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. I am convinced that if I don't curate or filter or modify um, just the, if I just turn on the TV and just let it come in, I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're right. And I, I think the very fact you bring this up is an indication that you care about the people who listen to this podcast, Eric. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, you're going to be better off if you use this as the mm-hmm. way that you mm-hmm. uh, listen and, and intake uh, things rather than just let it come so right. you clearly care about the people who listen so i give you a hard time but uh, you don't completely deserve it <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit and i also want to note from this um paul's saying hey you learned some things from me you received some things from me. you heard and and saw things that i did um practice them and you become what you observe and practice and if you just if if you let the voices uh, maybe it's the talking heads, maybe it's the politicians, maybe it's the the people that lend themselves to most spectacle that are most interesting to watch, and you just observe them, you will you will begin to practice what they do. And if you're not critical about that, you'll become like them. And I'm, I'm pretty confident that not all of them are people you should become like. Uh, so it's just another warning, another uh, think about what you're observing and seeing and hearing and receiving, because that will change who you are. It'll mm-hmm. change how you act. Um, Good advice. Thank you. The other piece that can be asked as you're pondering, what are you watching, is does my engagement of this thing help me love my neighbor? And I think there can be an argument made for, I'm watching the government because this is one of the biggest influences in how community is organized. Um, it has some influence in how, how justice is dispensed and um, different policies can be more or less just and all these things. There's there's some good reasons to, to watch that. No, I think I'm going to interrupt you there because I think that, you know, I, I, I've i kind of been making fun of you this whole time, <laughs> but the whole, the whole prospect that they record the library board meetings, I mean, mm. really, th- there has been this kind of spectacle at the Westland City Council, no doubt mm. about it. Mm-hmm. And... It, and you might watch that for the wrong reasons, but I'll tell you what, I mean, you watch those meetings and those are the things that affect this city. Those mm-hmm. are the things that affect the people that I know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, I mean, C-SPAN may or may not, and some of the things might, but they're right. almost everything well. Right. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's fair to say, you know, l- loving your neighbor might be that mean that you mm-hmm. pay attention to some of these things for sure. Right. Right. So, yeah, thank you. So th- there, is, there is a good potential posture for engaging these things well. Um, and we're called to love our neighbor. That's, uh, of, of the things, it's number two. God said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
Second is you should love your, love your neighbor as yourself. And I think there are ways to engage it, um, to love your neighbor and to help you do that. And I think there's also ways to engage it that add more polarization and add more, th- there's them over there and there's us over here. Um, so again, just a, just an encouragement to ponder. How am I watching this? How am I engaging it? Um, because if, if you're viewing, and this can be your, your favorite news channel, your favorite whatever, if your viewing of that increases your contempt, mm-hmm. um, increases your, your outrage, uh, or even your fear, that's probably not helpful. Not probably. It's not helpful. Right. Um, but if you are watching it in a way that says, I'm trying to figure out how to love my neighbor and this thing is helpful, um, that's good. And and you may realize none of this is helpful and I don't need to watch it at all. So I'm just going to turn it off. That may also be the, the best action. So That's one that I have taken with C-SPAN, I'll say, I guess. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> but and, and Fox News and CNN and, and lots ABC, of things that I don't CBS, yes. lots of things I don't watch. But you're right, and I you know I think it's really hard to love people that you're superior to. Mm. So if it if it increases your contempt, it's hard to love people you're afraid of. Mm-hmm. So if it increases your fear or your contempt, mm-hmm. I think you're completely right to to warn us against that, regardless of whether you know it's interesting TV or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you. You're welcome. And I'm sorry for being so rude to you on this podcast. I put up with all of it for you listeners. (laughs) Well, that's it for today. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us. It is helpful. If you find what we're doing um, helpful and good, a review would go a long way to getting this to other people. Share it with a friend. And if you do have questions or uh, sympathy, sympathy, condolences, send them to comment at cityonahillpodcast.com. And we look forward to the next conversation. peripheral you can just go down <laughs> oh good grief all right